We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Game Day. That is right. We are back with Canes football in the NFL tonight. We'll get into that in just a little bit. But first, we'll hear from the Joe Rose Show. They're talking to Don Bailey Jr., who will be on the call for the Canes game tonight, along with Joe Zagaki. Then the Dan Labatard Show. They're talking about you, the NFL fan, Huck and Crowder. Having some fun? Let's go Canes! And right now, let's go to the headlines. Houston transfer QB De'Eric King makes his first start for the Canes tonight when they open their season at 8 against UAB. Listen to it here on 560 The Joe. The NFL kicks off tonight when the Chiefs take on the Texans at 8.20. Miami opens Sunday against New England. The Raptors won last night, forcing a game seven against the Celtics. Winner of the series will play the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. The Marlins lost 29-9 last night to the Braves. Atlanta's 29 runs in only one game are only one away from tying a modern record for most in one single game. Miami plays Philly tonight at 6.40. Buoyed by Lewis Morgan's two goals, Inter-Miami defeated Atlanta United 2-1. Saturday, Inter take on rivals Orlando City. Brian Flores has shot down any ideas that Tua Tagovailoa will sit out this season after sustaining a hip injury last year at Alabama. Tua is currently the team's backup quarterback. The NBA is targeting November 18th as its draft day. Minnesota holds the number one overall pick. Tonight at 8 in Game 3 of the NHL Western Conference Finals, Las Vegas will take on Dallas with the series tied at one game apiece. And now, let's go ahead and take a step into the day spa. Ah, this is a good one. A female voter in New Hampshire wearing a shirt with a political message on it was told to either cover it up or take it off before voting, so... She voted topless. Ooh, can I vote naked in the state of Florida? Either way, she's my hot mess of the day. A British woman has broken a world record by eating 10 jelly-filled donuts in three minutes. Hmm, she's making me rethink my hot mess of the day. A group of cyclists found a wallet full of thousands of dollars sitting in the middle of the road. If the movie No Country for Old Men has taught us anything, you better return that money. A missing 80-year-old hiker was reunited with his family when he crashed a press conference announcing his disappearance. I have a new goal in life. 
a series of strange flashing lights in the sky during the day over Spartanburg, South Carolina, are being said to be evidence of aliens. Why do aliens always go to the country? Why not come party in South Beach with me? Now on to weather. Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Football is back. The pigskin will be in the air tonight. And the Joe Rose Show catching up with a guy that knows about football and about flooring. Don Bailey Jr. He's going to be on the call tonight. Came UAB along with Joe Zagaki. They're talking with DBJ about, oh yeah, he's ready. We ready. He ready. Derek King, he is a true leader. Team's going to be playing fast so they don't have to think. The great transfers that are at the U. The new kicking game. Let's hope it's an improvement. And who could be the breakout players this year for the Canes? DBJ, welcome back to football season. I'm very happy to say that. I am too. I am very excited about it. My partner, Joe Zagaki's uh frothing at the bit, ready to go as well, and it's uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about seeing the, the, the 2020 version of the University of Miami football team. Don, man, what the hell you been doing? You must be selling a lot of carpet and flooring because we have not heard anything. You just disappeared, man, in the offseason. Fortunately, we have been selling a little bit of that, and it's been a lot of focus. So, have you worn out that floor yet? You've been home a lot. Isn't it time for a new one? Oh, uh, no. My wife moved on to getting a new kitchen, man. We got the new kitchen now. We're, going, we're not messing. Oh, <laughs> you're really going to feel it now, Bubba. You're going to feel oh, it now. Man, yeah. Painting, kitchen. Oh, no. Hey, there is something about everybody getting stuff done inside the house during this uh, this crazy time. Anyway, hey, Don, we got a lot of stuff to get to. Deary King and Rhett Lashley offense. Mark Rick said something yesterday that I thought was really good, and and I know you already know this because you and Mark are very, very close. He talked about maturity. He didn't talk about talent level of past quarterbacks. He said maturity's been a problem, and and I started thinking back to guys flunking drug tests, staying out all night, missing curfew, uh, money in their car, showing it on social media, and he said they've got a real mature guy in Derry King. I, I thought that was pretty interesting. I think his statement's uh, 100% correct. I mean, when you when you look at what has happened at that position to Miami off the field, um, it's certainly not what's conducive to winning on the field. And you know that better than anybody. I mean, there's a time to, to be 18, 19, 20, 21, but there's also a time to realize you're the quarterback at the University of Miami. And Derek King came in as the quarterback. It, he was going to be the quarterback on the field, in the weight room, in the film room, every aspect, he has proven that he is a mature guy that understands what it takes to lead an entire football team, to represent a university, to represent a city. And he just came in and he was himself. I mean, he wasn't, he, he, he's been himself the whole time and his personality has infiltrated the entire team. He's got that type of a way about him where guys want to be around him. Guys want him to lead, and it's a breath of fresh air. And I think it's just really made the transition as easy as it can be for this time in our lives. DBJ, so De'Ara King now coming in here, the air raid offense. What are you excited to most see about that air raid offense outside of something Joe's been saying here for a couple months now since Rhett Lashley got here, trying to see one of those one of those wide receivers really take that next step. Is there anything specifically you're excited to see about what this offense is going to look like tonight on the field? Yeah, I really, I'm looking forward to the to seeing that as well. I, I think that for, you put the years on it. It seems every year that we, we talk about Miami's got quote-unquote 
this talent and that talent and this star guy and that star guy, and they're just not being used and they're not being maximized. Everything that I've seen about this offense, it maximizes you. But you, being the receiver or the player, you got to make the play. I mean, the, the play call appears to always be correct. There's always an option. There's always an out. There's always something to do. So these receivers don't have to catch the football. You know, Mark Pope is a junior now, and so is Wiggins. And so, and Harley's a senior. You've got to, they got to start making touchdowns and they got to start making catches. And I believe, you know, Derek King's going to make the throws and make stuff happen with his feet also. So I'm excited about to see the growth of the receivers. The position, I think, Joe, Joe I think you're going to love is the tight ends. I mean, those guys to me have been the most consistent and have been, have made a ton of plays. And I think that Will Mallory has really taken a huge jump. Um, you know, Brevin Jordan came on as a freshman and a sophomore and you know, only played nine games last year because of injury and has been very, very productive. Will Mallory was a little bit behind maturity-wise and, and being a little less physical, but he's, he's closed that gap. So I'm, I'm excited about seeing them. But, guys, I'm going I'm to remind you, they're going to run the football. No, this isn't going to be about, you know, this isn't actually standard air raid where they're going to throw 27 times and run it too because they thought they had to. I think that you're going to see balance here, and I think that you're going to see a running game that's going to be equally as impressive. Well, let's talk about that O-line. Uh, last year it was a true freshman and a redshirt <laughs> freshman starting at tackles against Florida Gators. <laughs> and yeah. now now you got like a, a group of guys got a lot of experience on that old line. How, do you feel pretty good about this group that we can get a running? You're right about the running game. They, they got to get a rolling with that group. They, that they do. I think, you know, Garen Justice, the offensive line coach, what's impressed me, you know, about him, Joe, just if you take the resume part of it, played in this type of offense with Rich Rod at West Virginia. He was a, a head coach at a young age at a small college in West Virginia. He's been a coordinator in this type of offense. He has a complete grasp of it. So he's been able to translate the coaching part of it to the to the guys on the field. They are a lot more mature. I mean, they got a year under their belt, and a couple of them, it was a long, long year. You know, you got Zion Nelson, who had to start against draft picks against the University of Florida in week one, and so that's a long day, man. And, and you've got – Clark had to start – games and they're older they're wiser they're they're coached and I, they have a grasp of this offense and they're excited about it it keeps them moving you know i mean that's the, the big thing about this you're going to snap that football every you know five or six seconds so if you make a mistake you don't have time to think about it but also yeah. if you're protecting the quarterback and Derek king can can get you out of a lot of trouble with his legs the veteran free agents you brought in oh i'm sorry the transfer portal <laughs> uh, of guys i'm sorry <laughs> I'm sorry, that's Sunday. I think you're right, Joe. No, no, but but the, I, I, I was joking. But the transfer portal, like those four guys, maybe five, including the kicker, they're at key positions, a pass rusher, a tackle, a quarterback, actually two pass rushers, and yeah. then uh, the kicker. I mean, I never thought, I've been saying this now for two weeks, I'm embarrassed. Don, I've talked so much about the importance of upgrading the kicker and bringing Borgallis from FIU over here. Quietly. Maybe the maybe the thing if you had him last year would have made the biggest impact out of every position, right? I mean, I, I, my numbers at three. It, we, to me, it cost Miami three games in the in, in the kicking aspect last year. But you go, you talk about the transfer guys. They are every one of them are impact players for Miami. You've got two impact players at defensive end. 
There's no, in my mind, there's no question about it. And Jalen Phillips is special, Joe. You're gonna you'll you'll be glad, you'll be excited to see him. I mean, he brings a different element. Now, the guy hadn't played in a couple years, but you know he's grown up. He's 275. He looks unbelievable. The other guy, Roche, was you know the defensive conference player of the year for when before when he transferred. But the right tackle who came from Houston, really in my mind, he's as important as any of them because that solidified a spot that we had a lot of problems with that we just talked about last year. That guy has settled in, and he's six 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 seven. He's three bills, and I mean he's he's definitely definitely solidified that offensive line. Don, the linebacker core. Obviously, when you lose two guys that are you know been with this program for as many years as they were uh, last year with Shaq and uh, Zach McLeod redshirting, he came back this year. How does that linebacker core look in your eyes if, if you if you did get to see them at all? And obviously, with losing you know two guys that were that big of leaders on that team, how do you kind of replace those guys? You know, Zach, I think the thing you, you, you can't replace in week one is that leadership. You know, I think that's the thing. You know, Shaq came in and Pickney and really McLeod, all three of them at the same time. But Shaq came in an old man. I mean, he was a leader to begin with. Day one, he was running that, trying to run that room and learn everything there was. And Pickney was right there with him. So I, I think to say that we could replace those guys, maybe production-wise, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard leadership-wise. But they did do a good job mentoring. And, that, and that's the thing, you know, you got a guy like Bradley Jennings who we know about from his high school days, but that poor kid has gone through injury after injury, but he had an excellent camp. I mean, I've seen him, he knocks some people down in camp. He's a hitter. I mean, he'll bring that to it. I think they're going to be a little faster. I think they can get a little more sideline to sideline, but it's going to be an area of growth that's going to be needed for that position for the next couple of weeks. And fortunately, they've got some depth. There's been great competition there, but to replace Shaq and Pickney in week one or really month one, I think is very difficult. All right, real quickly, I got to put you on the spot. Which which one of those wide receivers, because we, we do have to have some wide receivers step up and have good years, man. It's been, it's been a while. Give me somebody that's really impressed you out there, one or two guys that could have the big breakout you know joe and camp the young out of the young guys everybody wants to seem to talk about them is uh restrepo early on in camp was he was he i'm like wow we're i'm lucky we got this kid right and then the writing kid um He's from IMG, big, strong, you know, physical guy for the young guys. Uh, Mamorelli, the tight end, you know, he's going to be he's going to be a football player for Miami. Also, now out of the Pope and Wiggins and Harley, I don't know. I have to, you know, you're going to have to show me because I would hope it's I would hope it's Harley because he's the senior and he's he always works hard and he and he and he does everything he's supposed to do. But we got to get him into the end zone. And Wiggins, uh, it's got to be. I don't I don't know. But in this offense, and and that's that bothers me that I can't say, hey, Joe. It's this guy. He's 100 catches. He's me the dude. Too, Don. That bothers me. Me too. I know. Uh-huh. I keep thinking the same thing with I, all these guys. Like, how come we're not talking about one or two? I, we got spoiled through the years, and that's that's part of this thing. But, yeah, who, who's the guy we brought in that we recruited and brought in here? Who's that guy? And you're like me. It's like, I don't know. It might be, you know, game to game. We'll, we'll see. Everybody asks me this, the same thing, but maybe we're saying it wrong. There isn't a guy. You know, we had an Andre Johnson that was the guy. We had a Reggie Wayne that was the guy. You had a, an Al, a Hearns and, and a Dorsett. These were guys. And, you know, last year the guy was Osborne, and he had 650-some-odd yards. You know, we haven't had a 1,000-yard receiver, I don't think, since Alan Hearns. Right. And I hope that this offense will give the opportunity to somebody in that room yeah. if they turn out to be the guy Right. That he's going to get himself 60, 70, 80 catches 
on the season. Well, Don, we're looking forward to tonight, man, just to get it started back up and see the team come out, play with some passion and emotion and, and show off, including those two running back. I wish we had about another three hours to talk to you, but we got to move on because you know what? You never know. Our program director could be up early this morning and could be listening, yeah. and all he does is watch the clock. They're over again. They're over again. Don, you take care of yourself, man. We'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right. Love you guys. Have a great day, man. Let's get this football season going. I am so excited. Cannot wait to see what the Canes have to offer. Have a good feeling with De'Eric King, all the transfers, all the speed, the new offense. Everything just seems like a brand new car. Let's hope it is not a lemon. Dan Levitard, never a lemon. They're talking about you, the NFL fan, next on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, of course, Best of the Joe Show on from 6 to 7 weeknights right here on 560 The Joe. From 10 to noon, it's a different Dan, Dan Lebetard. Earlier, he and Stu Gatz kind of got into it about what to expect from the NFL tonight, both on and off the field. And Stu Gatz says, the fans make the league. I am remiss, Stu Gatz, in probably not talking about football in any meaningful way until now because the football season starts tonight. We all sort of want some semblance of normal. I don't honestly know what to expect. Fox is the only, the and they're only doing this with one game, doing virtual fans. I don't know how weird this is going to look, football specifically. Baseball looks uh, pretty weird. Basketball looks pretty normal. Is this some semblance of normal tonight? Because I don't know. Because I think more than any of the other sports that we're talking about, although playoff basketball in the arena, especially with some of these buzzer beaters, you miss, you long for the days of having an arena full of people. But football, more than any of the other popular American sports, is so dependent on the crowd, especially sports like college football, which feel tribal. I mean, we're not getting the Collinsworth slide tonight due to COVID restrictions. That doesn't seem anywhere near normal to me, Dan. It's it's weird watching it just with 7,000 fans in, in the stadium. They're going to allow 22% capacity right at Arrowhead tonight for the yeah. game. So they're filling the rest with virtual fans. And I read that they're actually where most of the crowd noise that you hear on these game broadcasts, they pipe in the sound in post, right? That's processed through a board and sent to the TV viewer. Read that they're in certain stadiums, they're actually piping in sounds to the stadium because, you know, the, the game is going to change. Like, we're going to hear audibles in ways that we haven't heard. You're not going to have someone have trouble to communicate with their, their teammates on the line when they go to the Superdome. It's going to change the sport, I think. Do you have any expectations? What is it that you're expecting other than the feel good of here football is back I've got the action I could play in my fantasy league I can I can bet on games Sundays are coming and they're going to be a little stranger but you're still going to have the red zone still going to have the red zone on a Sunday with no fans like what are you what is your expectation I guess it's you know having seen these other sports without fans I would say it's it's pretty low because it's just not the same without having fans there so I would have low expectations and hopefully the NFL will exceed those uh, because you have the gambling because you have a great matchup because you have Mahomes and Watson so I mean hopefully they'll exceed it but I'm going into it with very very low expectations I don't know if what's happening with Stugatz is representative of the country at large where for two months uh, the only point 
point he can make about anything it's, in sports changed is a lot. how much he misses the fan. It's changed a lot. It I'm has. sorry. It changes it, it changes everything for me. But for I don't know reason. if it's I don't know if you speak for America on this. I don't know if America is less interested. If the baseball fan Billy doesn't seem any less interested in these Marlins baseball games, he seems more interested because his team uh has a chance. I don't know if your representative you're the representative of the sports fan around here. You're the guy who's emotional right. and I don't know if on this one you represent the voice of America. It's because his team stink. Like, I'm invested in these games. The Heat are in these games. These are important games. The Marlins, these are huge games. I'm not thinking at all about the fans when I'm watching this. Stugatz is watching all these games, and they're not his team that he's fully invested in. So I feel like that's what's going on there. It also might be that he's not gambling enough on the games. Uh, he's not throwing enough money. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gambling that plenty. Is not a concern I'm trying to compensate. <laughs> yes, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make it more exciting, if anything. You know what's interesting about football and fans? Like, we always talk about how the red zone is so much better than actually going to the game and watching because you can see everything that's going on. It's just us complaining selfishly about how something looks visually, right? Because, like, when's the last time Stugatz actually went to an NFL game? He wouldn't have been going to these games anyways, right? He's just kind of bothered that it's not looking the same way it looked before because he'd just be watching at home on red zone anyway guys the fans are a big part of the game i said this earlier the fans are so important that they should unionize i really believe that that someone i should be in charge of doing this i'm gonna be in charge of doing this and and that means billy you're in charge of doing this this escalated let's create a union but i'm telling you dan Without fans, all sports are different. Individual sports, tennis, golf, it just doesn't feel like what I'm accustomed to watching. I'm sorry. It's not about my teams. It's about sports. Chris, what is happening here? Is it? I'm just so impressed with his commitment to this take. Like he is going to say that take. I'm going you to can say anything right now. There's nothing you could say right now, Dan, that will push him off of that take. Um, you are so right about this, and it's simply because he's telling the people again and again, and this is his messaging on this, and it's why he would make a good po- politician yep. uh, for dumb people. It's because his messaging on this is simply. You are so important, listener. You listener, you listener to this show are no. such that the fabric of sports they can, are cannot. Yes. No, but I'm saying I'm not interested in the most important part okay. of the equation. The listeners. <laughs> all right, yes. I'm not interested in that take. I'm interested in sort of uh, dismantling why it is you continue to go to that take, and it's simply because you seek the easiest and cheapest applause. You are simply <laughs> you know that everyone listening to this likes sports, and you are just saying again and again, sports can't be. Sports sports without you the listener you if and you are making everyone yes. in their cars drive around uh, the dumb people beaming with pride just the dumb people because the smart people can see through you they can see through your manipulations and all they're noticing is how incredibly lazy this echoing take has been for two months it's Stugatz's defense though how long is the average athlete's career and how long is the fan's career right forever that's exactly right it's a great point by you I'm not in this for smart people Dan I'm in this for dumb people that's who I represent I don't care about the smart people like you and Mike Ryan occasionally, although Mike can be <laughs> dumb once in a while as well. I'm not in it for you and Pablo and Mina Kimes and Dominique Foxworth. I am in this for, for the Lou, fan, for who the fan. takes his shirt off the at little Arrowhead man, Stadium Lou. and holds a D-dash fence. Yes! Okay? <laughs> That's who I am in this for. Yes! Not you. I'm in it for Lou, <laughs> section 114 Arrowhead Stadium. Okay? <laughs> Guillermo, put it on the poll 
hold, please. Uh, is Stugat the single best mascot for Lou, who is holding the D and a fence? <laughs> dash. <laughs> D dash fence in section 114. Uh, please put that on the poll at Levitard Show because I do believe that he should not be the union head. That would be terrible for the finances of all involved. I believe he should be the mascot uh, for dumb people holding up a fence in the stand. Lou's in charge. <laughs> put it on the poll, Guillermo. Are you beaming with pride in your car right now as you drive around because Stu Gatz has deemed you to be vital to sports in a way that makes him not want to even watch anything because you're so vital to sports and you're not there. More vital than Patrick Mahomes. You're calling me Ward? You're calling me Wordy. <laughs> I mean, there's like a character living on the internet. Will you get to that letter to the Yankees that you wanted to talk about with Manfred? Uh, Where is it? Where is it, Dan? And I'm tired of hearing that it's held up in the courts. Just find the letter. <laughs> Gotta be a fan of some NFL action, some college football action, some NBA action. It has been high. It has been fast, it has been furious, and no one hotter than the Heat as they await to find out who they're going to be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Oh, that is oh so exciting. Also, very exciting to hear from Hawk and Crowder. You know they're stoked with everything that's happening in the sports world tonight and over the next couple of days. So we're going to hear it all from them next on the Best of the Joe Show. It is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard here on 560 over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. You can always get at me on Twitter, all the social media, at Dan Day Radio. And, of course, you can listen to me helping out my guys, Hawk, Crowder, and Solana. Weekdays right here on 560 from 2 to 6. What do we get into earlier today? Of course, let's go Canes. Let's go football. Also, I don't want to meet other husbands. Very true. And what will Papa John's do to us? Uh-oh. Hard to believe, but we have arrived at college football, Miami Hurricanes game night. I, I didn't think if you had asked me in March, April, May, June, July, I would have said to you, no chance that the Miami Hurricanes are playing a football game on September 10th, but here we are. 100% with you. I said that for months, Hawk. Which yep. is not going to be football. You can't do football. How are you going to get 100 guys together? You can't do it. They found a way to do it, and I am jacked up. And I tell my wife, hey, don't have no plans tonight. Don't have me meet <laughs> with nobody. I got some football to watch. No financials tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Except if we cash that Hurricanes ticket. Then we got some financials. Like the Hurricanes. Friends coming over. You have to meet her husband. He's so nice. (laughs) Nah, Jack. Not tonight, Jack. Uh, Yeah, right. How old are you? You're like 35 or something? Yeah, 36. Yeah, so my my wife, no. Because, yeah, I'm 50. She knows by now. Don't ever tell me I need to meet the husband of someone. I've got all the friends I need. I'm good. I'm good for the rest of my life. I, I, I cannot meet another husband. That's it. That statement that you just said is a fighting point in our house. I swear, when I say age, I didn't need any more friends. TJ Jarvis, y'all know my friends. Right. Y'all are my friends. Hawk, y'all get, y'all get, I have Hawk to talk to. We have a whole a group. I don't need friends. I'm fine. I'm, 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 I'm good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really, like, I'm overstocked at this point. I'm good yeah. to go. So, you know, make all the friends you want, Lori. 
You make all the friends you want. And then they uh, try I'm to good trick you. But he likes to fish. Oh, this congratulations is, to him. Congratulations. That's the amazing thing. That's the amazing thing. Oh, no, no, no. But you're really going to like him. And the moment she goes, you're really going to like him, I know I'm going to hate him. Yeah. You're really going to like this guy. He's a huge sports fan. Right? Oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, I immediately, I take the coffee pot. I pour it on my head. <laughs> I go, I can't. I got to go to the emergency room. I'm burning. It's bad to say the dagger is, he listens to your show. Oh, <laughs> man. So he really has questions now. So anyway, we got uh, a lot of hurricane stuff today, obviously. Obviously, we're not forgetting about the heat. We're not forgetting about NFL tonight, Dolphins on Sunday. That game last night, I'll talk about it in a sec. That game last night was unbelievable. Fine-ass um, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that walk. and uh, it, don't he? I loved I was rooting for the Raptors last night because I want that series to go seven games because I want either team to be tired. <laughs> Man, Toronto, how, how they hung in that game, and then they kept making mistakes at the end, and Pascal Siakam was awful, like awful, awful, and somehow they still came out with the victory, which gives us a game seven, either a tired Boston or a tired Toronto team when they face the Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals. Did you watch that game last night? Yes, it was an yeah. amazing game, bro. I, Did you watch I, that, Solana? I couldn't stop watching. It was incredible. Yeah, what a game, man. I want NBA playoffs Raptors. have been fun, haven't they? Yeah, they're, oh my goodness. I was going to say, I was yeah, I was uh, asking Crowdy about that, man. The level of play has not gone down at all right? during the bubble. Except for Pascal Siakam. He, <laughs> what, I, did, I, he's awful. Yeah, did they, yeah. did they make him, is he like their number one guy, Solana? Yeah, like they're kind of, and, and again, I mean, they were blindsided by Kawhi leaving, but yeah, they're kind of trying to build around Siakam being their centerpiece, yeah. I got a, uh, a text from Clay Ferrero at Local 10. He says, the I don't need more friends, honey segment speaks to my soul. I imagine it speaks to a lot of husband's souls. Was, a lot of dudes turn the radio up. And I'm not, <laughs> this is not only me. Husbands don't want to meet other husbands. And the guy who wants to meet the other husband is not the guy the husband wants to hang out with. You know what I mean? Like, yes. so if there's some wife out there going, oh, you got to meet Mark Hockman. You got to meet Lori Hockman's husband. And the guy's like, oh, great. Set up dinner. That's not a guy I want to meet because I want to meet the husband that goes, I don't want to meet another guy. But that way we'll never meet. It's perfect. Just as reluctant as you are. That yes. guy. Yes. I want, I want the guy that I want the guy that comes to my house and he's pissed because he got right. dragged over right. too. Right. Right. Well, how you I doing, bro? Meet, nice to meet you. I, I want to meet reluctant husbands. When's the last time you you introduce your wife to a friend? Right. I don't. Right. Never. I don't. Right. Never. I don't need that. Why do women? Why do women feel like they need to introduce us to the the significant others of their friend? I don't care. Wait. Because they love double dates. Now, let me I let guess. me have another something else out there. Men don't like double dates. I don't need yeah. to go with a bunch of groups of, of friends. You want to go out to eat with some buddies? Give me the night off, and I'll be right. back at midnight. I'll go out with my buddies. Right, exactly. <laughs> don't plan exactly. me to have a good time. I know how to have a good time. I'm 36 years old. I figured out good time already. You know, I was thinking what I wanted to do with my night off. I want to meet Mabel's husband and find out what the trucking business is like. <laughs> you know that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's coming because they got to They got to let you know who they are. Yeah. So, I, so I grew up in Newark. So when I was eleven, <sighs> now have you ever flown into Newark? I gotta tell you. I mean, huh? um, all right. Let's get headlines because we do have a loaded potato day. Let's get headlines with Alejandro Solana. 
cat. That's what I hear when my wife says, I want you to introduce I want to introduce you to Betty's husband. I just I immediately turn into like a pile of dust. Well, where did Hawk go? I'm on the other end of this argument. I love meeting my girlfriend's friends' boyfriends. It's where I get to test out my my material, all my bits. I test them <laughs> well, out. You're you're a young guy and you're unmarried and like no, it's fine for you. You should be going out with new people and and yeah. like like you're what are you, twenty five, twenty six? Like that's like wait wait till you're I honestly, how many fifty year olds want to meet new people? Like married fifty year olds want to meet new people of the same sex? Zero. Zero. Or somebody with a pyramid scheme. If you want to meet me at fifty, you need some money from me. You're gonna at some point in that conversation, you're gonna ask me for money <laughs> or, or tickets. To, yes, tickets. Oh yes. yeah. Yes, fifty. If, thir- I would say thirty-five. I say I'm round over thirty-five plus. There's something attached to this friendship. Any of my wife's friends, husbands that are listening, I'm just kidding. I'm not referring to you. It's not you. It's someone else. It's all right. Go ahead. Headline, Solana. Tonight, eight p.m. from the Rock. You. <laughs> U.M. versus Uab. Let's go. Let's I, go. Uh, I, I'm let's go with you now. I just I want to see some football. Give me some De'Ara King. Let me see what yeah. the line is. We have Canes minus 14. Ooh, it's up to 15. We got ourselves a good line. It's Canes <laughs> minus 15 right now. Let's go. All right, what else, Solana? At 8.20 p.m., more football. The NFL begins tonight, fellas, on yes! NBC. Yes! Houston. At Kansas City, a rematch from that playoff game last yes. season, 8.20 how, p.m. How is Kansas City almost a 10-point favorite? I, I, what am I missing here? Um, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. And I guess Brandon that's Cooks it, right? Like they, they're, yeah. they're, the, so the Texans, weapons. bro, we both love Deshaun Watson. Like he, I, He's top five. We, we love. did this a couple weeks yep. ago. He has he has a lack of weapons over there. Okay. Like, who is it? Who's the little light-skinned boy? Something the fourth. Will Fuller the fourth is his best receiver right, right. now. I right. Just, yeah, that, that's why I think the line. Right, and and Kansas City has everybody back. Yes, everyone in the world. (laughs) And they're all signed for 10 years. They just signed Jim Brown. (laughs) They have everybody. All right, what else, Solana? Put some respect on Will Fuller's name. He's on my fantasy team this oh, season. Oh, there you go. You know fantasy football. Hey, I right. mean, come on. Hell of a, hey, hell of a fantasy play. <laughs> but Will's not leading you to the playoffs. I'm sorry, Solana. Also, Rack up some points. nobody has any faith in Bill O'Brien. I think that that's also what's happening there. Like, the Texans immediately get slided because everybody hates Bill O'Brien. Right. Well, yeah, when you get rid questionable of DeAndre. trades. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a box of nerds back for DeAndre Hopkins, Solana. That's justified. <laughs> the Marlins lost last night. But they win the series against the Braves. That's what I think we should all focus on. Absolutely. So, uh, and this was shocking. I tweeted it out last night. A lot of people don't know this because, uh, you know, you know the Papa John's deal. What, if the Marlins win, you get Papa John's for five bucks, Solana's? 50% the, off Papa 50% John's. 50% off. If the Marlins opponent, this is not publicized at all. If the Marlins opponent scores 30 runs, Papa John's takes your car. And so they were one, just one run away from everyone's car being repossessed by Shaq and Papa John's. That's crazy. I that's why I, that's why I was you know watching the game so intently when when Atlanta got to 29 runs. 29 runs scored against them yesterday. That's unbelievable. Bro, they're doing some on ESPN 29 runs in 29 <laughs> seconds and they just play hit after hit after hit after hit after hit after hit. Unbelievable. Terrible. It's unbelievable. All right, what else, Lana? <laughs> Took the Dolphins uh, nine weeks to put 29 points on the board last season. The Braves got hit 29 that rim runs. shot again. Do it. Yeah. Marlins Phillies tonight. First of seven. First of seven 
against the Philadelphia Phillies. Sandy Alcantara is on the mound tonight. The Marlins trail the Phillies in the NL East. They're third right now. Phillies are second by a game and a half. So important series coming up against the Phillies essentially decides the fate of the world, the fate of the playoffs for the fish or the Phillies. I'm sorry. I thought it was fate of the planet. I read the show sheet wrong. Inner Miami, they beat Atlanta United 2-1 yesterday, a brace for Lewis Morgan and Lewis Robles, two safe penalty kicks. One after another. Incredible. They play Orlando City on Saturday tonight. Braces Wednesday. Game four. Lakers, Rockets. I don't know. He said the guy had a brace. He scored a brace. It's when you score two goals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You taught us. I remembered. Lakers, Rockets, 7 p.m. tonight. Lakers are up two games to one in that series. That is your sports update. Football, basketball, baseball, all going on at the same time. Give you plenty of time to hang out with other people's husbands. Uh, it is true. Anytime your old lady says, Oh, I think you'll really like him, that means code word. Yeah, you're really not going to like him, but I like his wife and I would want y'all to get along. And I'm reaching for you guys to have something in common. I know you're not going to really like him, but if I say I think you're really going to like him, maybe you'll like him. That's the roundabout way. Yeah, so, oh, yeah. Uh, you just kind of grin and bear. I like sports. You know what I think? No, I don't want to know what you think. Okay, I'm getting into it too much. Hawk and Crowder, weekdays from 2 to 6. Always very interesting takes. That's going to about do it for the show tonight. Let's go Canes. Let's go Heat. Let's go Marlins. Let's go Inner Miami. I guess you can call them the Flamingos or the Men in Pink, whatever you want to call them. Let's just go. The weekend's almost here, too. Let's go weekend. I'm always a big fan of that. So tomorrow, going to be back at 6 o'clock for a feel-good Friday edition of the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.